Hello, this is Brandon from Motivational Speech Podcast. I have a great gift for you. I'm sharing some of the highly valuable life-changing free audiobooks. You can find the audiobooks link in the description. These audiobooks can change your life, so don't waste them. I loved in math class where you'd be working on a math problem and the teacher would be like, okay, here's a formula for you, right? It was like being given a cipher, you know, it was like the most powerful thing. And I thought, what if there was a cipher for people? Like, what if there was a way, a formula for people? I believe that every person has a cipher. They have a set of values that you can solve about them, that if you turn it in the right ways, you can figure out how to figure out their motivations, how to figure out their values, how to speak to them so that they'll listen, how to make them feel loved. We are very good at observing. And what happens is, is we see interactions in very black or white ways. If you are naturally charismatic or naturally good with people, you can walk into a room, you don't even have to think about a conversation starter. Whereas if you're awkward, a room looks like either a battlefield or a playground, depending on your mentality. And so if you see a room like a battleground or a playground, you're instantly looking for who's on your team, you're looking for patterns, you're looking for verbal weapons, you're looking for different kinds of things in someone who will just walk into a room and naturally have it. So I think that what's helped is that I tend to see every interaction that way, which has helped me study it in a formulaic way. You've come a long way from being the awkward person. Do you think people can learn anything? I think people can learn anything. I think you have a spectrum of how much you can improve. So let's say, for example, you are um, a very lightweight, compact male under five foot. You would make a great jockey. Right? Like you'd be great at riding horses if you're small and compact. Could you learn to be a basketball player? 100%. But your ability or your um, percent improvement is, going to ha is only going to be able to improve so much, and you're going to have to work much harder for that compared to, say, a six foot seven man who's going to have to work a little bit less hard to be able to dunk shots because he just is closer to the, closer to the net. I think if you think about it that way, it's how much work do you have to do to get there? I like to think of people a little bit like an onion, um, in that you know it there's different you cry layers. And no one cut it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but tastes delicious once cooked. <laughs> um, okay, so the outside layer I think is the easiest one to solve. That's when we start with. So this is the big five personality traits, and there's a lot of personality research out there. The only personality science that's actually backed, used by academic institutions, is called Ocean or the Big Five. So this is someone's openness, so how adventurous they are someone's conscientiousness, how organized they are, someone's extroversion, that's the one that we all know, how, how they like being around people, agreeableness, so um, how they work on teams, if they default to yes or default to no, we can talk about that one if you want, and then neuroticism, which is the, which is the one that no one wants to talk about. Yeah. Um, the neuroticism is my favorite, it's how someone approaches worry. And I think this is what we're talking about here, is knowing how you are wired instead of fighting it. It's interesting because I'm a big believer in fight anything that doesn't work for you. But you talk. What if about we talk about book. optimize? Okay. So I think I think what I see a lot, and this is with personal development. And I'm a I'm a self help addict, right? Like I love every personal development book. I love like self help and transformation. The problem is, is that if we feel like we can change everything, we also might not optimize for how we are naturally wired. So the way that I like to think about it is every step in the book, you know, I teach a scientific principle, I tell a story, teach a scientific principle, then I give you three steps. Almost always step number one is you. 
right? Is figure out how you're wired before you work on someone else. It's like in a, in a flight, they always tell you, put your oxygen mask on before you fix someone else. It's the same thing, like figure out your own wiring first. And I think this is what we're talking about here is knowing how you are wired instead of fighting it. The pressure to fit in can be overwhelming, and this affects a lot more people than I think people realize. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, social anxiety disorder affects 15 million adults, otherwise known as 6.8% of the U.S. population. If you or someone you know are feeling the pressures of social anxiety, reach out to your family doctor or therapist to get help. If you prefer to talk to someone anonymously, I know sometimes I do, you can call NAMI if you're in the US, or if you're in another country, you can check checkpointorg.com for your country's mental health hotline. We can also help out our communities in a larger way by making sure facilities and care are accessible for everyone for mental health. Don't let your anxiety control your life. How you self-soothe. So everyone should know two aspects of self-soothing. The first is when you are in anxiety, whether you're a high neurotic or a low neurotic, do you like to, ver do you like to worry outward? Do you verbalize your worry or do you shut down and close down? So when I'm very worried, I like to be alone with my journal. Like I don't wanna to talk to anyone, I just wanna like think about it myself. Whereas other people like to worry with others, right? Like they like to talk through their worry and that makes them feel calm. So that's the first thing is, how do you worry? Do you worry alone or do you worry with others? That's going to be very important so that if you're in one of those really terrible low points, we all hit those points, you know exactly which direction you need to do. Is it out to drinks with friends? You know, do you have your, your brigade that you call? Or is it home with a journal and a big glass of wine? I was a journalist, so I was just writing stories, and I loved science. I, for, from a very young age, my parents encouraged the academic side, the, the book smarts, the IQ. And I think I totally forgot about the people smart side, the PQ thing. So I, I had all this ability to read 20-page academic studies and find some usable nugget. So I started to write about that for different blogs and journals out there. And I realized that the one thing that was, could differentiate me, anyone could write, you know, an article about science. But one thing that could change what I was writing is if I tested things on myself. So I either became a human guinea pig or I was able to actually do research in the real world. Because most studies are based on 20 college seniors who want academic credit for a psychology class. They're not representative of the whole population. So the biggest mistake that I think couples fight about, they have the same fights over and over again, is they need to ask for help, but they have no idea how to ask for it. Um, and, and by the way, if you don't go through this, that's how you get complete breakdowns. That. Because they've been, it's yeah. just bottling it right. up, they don't know where to go, right. how they deal with And that's how you get someone who's like yelling and running around before everyone shows up to try to get things fixed when actually they're really worried about the emotionals. So when it comes to happiness, we might have learned a pattern in college or in childhood or in our 20s or when we were broke or when we were out of a job or whatever that was even though the shocks aren't there anymore, we stay in the same position because that's how we've always learned to be. And so when it comes to happiness, way more than personality, way more than decoding people, I think that we can absolutely change our entire happiness orientation. I think we can unlearn our helplessness to learn to help ourselves. There's also these little moments of unhappiness 
that as humans, we cannot help but infect our entire life. So you know how when you're sitting at a red light and you literally question your entire existence? Why do I sit in traffic? Why do I drive to work? Why do I do what I work? Why am I doing this? Maybe I should quit my job. Maybe I should move to Hawaii. Maybe I shouldn't have a car. Like that's like what happens, you know? So one of the hacks that I have found works really well is taking those small moments and turning them into what I call gratitude totems. So a totem is like a symbol or something to remind you of something. So I have a red light by my house that I get stopped at every single day. It doesn't even matter what time of day. And I used to yell at this red light. I would curse at it. And then I realized, wait a minute. Like this light causes me so much unhappiness. I have such a hard time being grateful. Like every Oprah magazine ever says, be more grateful. Who has time to be grateful, right? Like no one has time to do that. But now I have time. So whenever I am stopped at that red light, for the entire red light, I think about every single thing I'm grateful for. And now I get upset if I do not hit it. Because I know that every time I pull up to that red light, I have a minute and a half just to think about all the things I'm grateful for. Check, I got my gratitude off. I feel nice and good. I flipped a very unhappy moment for me that makes me question driving and cars and my life and turned it into something that actually makes me very appreciative. Hello, this is Brandon from Motivational Speech Podcast. I have a great gift for you. I'm sharing some of the highly valuable life-changing free audiobooks. You can find the audiobooks link in the description. These audiobooks can change your life, so don't waste them.